Uh, yesterday, Dave and I had an opportunity to catch up with the Kings head coach, Luke Walton, with all sorts of things looking at this season, the 35th season, but his first as head coach of the Sacramento Kings. And we started with that question, basically, on his feelings leading into a season opener. It's excitement. There's there's some nerves. Um, you know, just as a, as a sports fan, it's a good time of year. You got NFL, you got World Series going on, and then the, the best sport of them all, basketball. So um, it's an exciting time, and uh, I'm really looking forward to coaching this, this group of players and uh, seeing what we can do out there. If you weren't, other than basketball, what's your favorite sport to watch? To watch football. Yeah, football? Uh, yeah, football for sure. Uh, NFL football. But I wouldn't, uh, I, I wouldn't play football, nor would I let my children play football. But boy, do I like watching it. You ever watch the uh, European, the soccer? Because we just got a soccer team coming here. Well, we had a soccer team, but just went MLS. That was a huge thing yesterday, yeah, a huge do, moment for SAC. I do Friday night lights with my five-year-old son uh, over in uh, Arden Park. So that's my mom. We're, we're, our family's hot in the soccer right now. Three on three, five year old soccer is kind of <laughs> taking, taking over the uh, the Walton household. But uh, no, I love soccer. I think it's a it's a beautiful sport, um, and it, you know, I, there's a to me, there's actually a lot that you can take uh, that that carries over from from soccer to basketball. And you look at a lot of the the good foreign or foreign players that we have in our league. A lot of them grew up playing soccer, and the footwork, and the skill, and the team play, and the passing, all of those type of things. Uh, when you look closely, you find you know it it, it's, it has a lot of similarities to basketball. I know you've always loved uh, beach volleyball. You found a place in Sacramento to try to execute that. No, I haven't. I got some somebody came up to me. I was at the bank eating at, that <laughs> restaurant, the bank yeah, yeah. that they opened up, and somebody came and gave me a card. Um, said that they play somewhere, but it was when I first moved to Sac. Um, I lost the card, so I don't know where it was <laughs> or what kind of games they have up here, but. Uh, uh, I have not found games in, in Sacramento yet. All right, so 44-11-40, Texas, and yes. we're going to get about 30 offers, and we'll pass them along to Luke. When, with the season starting, you know, you see it in movies all the time when the new coach comes in. He's like, all right, boys, this is how it's going to be. And I know that's not your style, but without giving away your trade secrets, you know, what was your main thing coming in? Like, hey, this is what we're going to do, or this is what I'd like to see. What, what's really been the points of emphasis in the off season for you? Um strategy wise defense uh, you know I know um, the group we have uh, the shooters we have the the, the team that Velade's put together we're going to be able to score the ball so for for us uh, when I was watching film and kind of starting to to, to learn uh, this team on a deeper level uh, I just feel that if we can become a, a, a steady defensive team it, it will make us a lot better and it will give us a lot more opportunities to get out and run so we put a lot of emphasis on that. Um, but besides that, I'm, I'm a huge believer in, in, in trying to create uh, a winning, nurturing, loving culture around the team. And, and that's, a, you know, that's a, a culture that invites players to, to really take ownership in what we're trying to do as a group. Let them know that this is a partnership between myself my coaches and, and the players and uh, it's our job to lead and direct and guide but we also expect them to be uh, to be invested and, and want to have discussions on how, you know how we do things and want to to uh, you know to to argue and talk about what's best for our group and I think we've done a, a nice job in a short amount of time of, of setting a foundation with that type of culture 
Who would you say influenced that kind of coaching philosophy from whether it's your dad, Lute Olson, yeah. Phil Jackson? Where does it, where does it come from? A, a big part of that's Steve Kerr. Um, and, and a big part of that's just playing, um, you know, for some of those coaches that you named and, and what it feels like to really be part of a team where it feels like a family, it feels like a brotherhood. Um, and, and they all, those coaches have different ways of doing it. But since I've got into coaching, uh, being able to learn under, you know, how Steve did that in Golden State when he first got there was pretty powerful. You know, you mentioned defense, and I, I feel like almost every coach we've had come in, and I see this all over the league with new coaches, you know, or new coaches to a team, are like, we got to play defense, we got to play defense, but then sometimes they don't play defense. I wonder for you, what's the bigger challenge? Is it, do you have to have the talent or is it attitude communication or just kind of a mix of both? What, what's the challenge there to actually get them to execute defense? Yeah, at this level, it's both. Yeah. You know, you go to high school and even college to an extent, you can get away with just the attitude and the want uh, to be a gritty defensive team. Uh, at this level, that just doesn't – that alone doesn't get it done. Uh, you have to have the talent, the size, um, the brains, and – you know, it's you know we feel like we've added some really nice pieces this off season. Uh, you know, some vets that can really help our young guys understand uh, how important that that side of the court is, and, and then not only understand how important it is, but also how to execute it and and what it takes on a day to day basis to become a good defensive team. So we'll learn your style more, but when we watch you, do you think you're more likely to call a timeout when they're not doing the things you want defensively, or are you going to call one because of offensive execution? Defensively. Yeah. Um, again, offensively, we're, I think we've got a lot, uh, a lot of cleanup to do still, and, and part of that's, you know, it's been a short off uh, preseason, and uh, another part of that is we've dedicated a lot of time to defense. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we're going to live with some mistakes offensively and continue to grow uh, on that, that end of the court. I think when we get, get to where we're trying to go, it'll be a beautiful thing to watch this group play offense. But um, the accountability is going to uh, have to really be uh, set uh, on defense. And that's going to hopefully come from the players themselves. But if I feel like it's not, then there'll be timeouts and substitutions to kind of reinforce that point. You know, we uh, we saw Buddy a little bit earlier watching the game. I tried to charge my food to him, and he wasn't <laughs> having it. But he's had a good week. And, uh, you know, one thing, and I know you don't really get into this stuff, but obviously you and, you and Vlade and Ken, it, it seems like there's a lot of synergy there. One thing I loved about that contract is there's a bonus in there for defensive rating. And you don't hear about that much here in the NBA anytime, you know, at, at all. How great is it as a coach to have that support Upstairs and know that there there is again that synergy between players, coaches, and of course GM. It's great, and when I talk about the type of culture we're trying to build, it's um, a, a huge piece uh, when uh, everyone's on the same page. And, and uh, you know, one of the beautiful things about Vlade is he understands people, and he played, and he understands uh, the situation of what it's like to be a free agent. So. You know, me and him talk about what I what I see, what I'm trying to do, and and those type of conversations. But he clearly knows, like putting the coach in the middle of negotiations is wrong. So it was, you know, we didn't talk about any of the details of where they were at, what he was asking for, what Lottie wanted. um, Only that 
as a staff, we 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 want Buddy, right, right. we want Buddy around. Sure. So, um, and, and then uh, you know they get it done. So there, you know there has to be that that trust and connection, uh, but there also has to be that trust and connection from the players to the coaches. So uh, it was it was nice um, that they are we as a group were able to figure that out by all just doing our own parts. And uh, like I said, I'm, I'm 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 thrilled that we have Buddy for another four years. I remember uh, your opening press conference. You said the fit was perfect for you. Just, it, it all lined up. It felt good. You knew about the players. You knew about the team. But has anybody surprised you? Maybe talent. You thought, man, I've seen them, but they're they're even better than I than I thought once I see them in person. A lot of them have. It's a good group, and they they uh, they're skilled. They can shoot. Um, they they like each other. Uh, they like to compete, which I love. You know, the part of trying to teach defense is it can practice can get a little slow at times, and you're stopping and teaching and stopping and teaching. But any times we we just let it go, and I tell the coaches, hey, quit blowing the whistles. Let's let's let them go. They they go at each other, and, and I love that. Um, you know, you're probably looking for bigger names, but Winyan has been great, and he got rewarded, uh, you know, with a with a contract. And I think that's another beautiful thing. Of again, when I talk about culture, those are the things I'm talking about. Take care of people that are, uh, you know, playing with the energy you want, working. He was here all summer, every day, doing everything we asked. And whether he gets a DMP or I play him for three minutes, he's full energy. Um, and, and the Kings took care of him. So. Uh, you know he's been great, but the the, the group as a whole is uh, it's got a lot of a lot of potential. I think um, you know I think Fox and and uh, and Marvin and, and Buddy and Bogey these some of these young guys um, that we have you know the the future is very bright for for them and for us as a team. I want to go back to something you said earlier about trust. In between when we met you and you were hired. Uh, and talking to Vlade, he kept bringing up class. Just Luke's a classy dude. And because of that class, obviously, I don't want to take you down a bad road here, but you had your Warriors experience in that culture. Then it seemed like you went into a more challenging atmosphere, and then now you're here, and it just seems like everything's clicking. Is it, is it almost like a, for lack of a better term, like a new lease on your coaching life, just a kind of a, a weight lifted off, and you feel a little more free to be yourself and, and kind of get out of those pressures from the past? Um, it's definitely, um, it's definitely a great feeling being here. Uh, you know, some of the advice I've gotten from, from coaches, um, that I respect and look up to, uh, in my coaching career is you you always have to be yourself and, you know, it's not always going to be easy, but you have to stay true to who you are. It's, you know, it's it's not going to work. You're going to get fired and be mad at yourself. So, um, you know, I feel like, you know, there was, even though the, the Laker run didn't end the way we wanted it to, there was some success there. You know, I feel good about, you know, how Julius turned out. I feel good about where Brandon and, and, and Lonzo and, and Kuzma are and, and what we were building there. Um, I felt good about that as a coach, what we, you know, what we set out to do when we got that job there. So um, I still have a lot of, you know, good friends in the organization down there and, uh it was, uh, you know, unfortunate it didn't end the way we wanted it to, but there was, you know, we gave everything we had, and you've learned from that, and now I'm taking what I've learned and uh, growing as a coach and putting that uh, 100% into trying to make Sacramento uh, work and, and, and become a, a, gr- a great run here. Well, and, and just really to follow up on, on, on that, because 
you know, obviously, I'm a native Sacramento. I, I hate the Lakers and everything about them, <laughs> and everyone listening feels the same way. But I, I have to allow for the fact that they expect championships every year. There is a different kind of pressure, and I imagine it's a different feeling up here with no disrespect to them that you go from this, like, you championship or nothing, and then you come up here and, yeah, we want a championship, of course, but it's like, oh, my God, we would be so stoked just to make the playoffs. It's it's like a different kind of pressure, I would imagine. Yeah, but as a coach, I, I, I totally understand what you're saying. And I, and I, 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 but as a coach uh, and as a player, I think that pressure, you feel that, we, we want to win, sure. and I and I totally understand what you're saying. Uh, but from from our standpoint, uh, you know, it's we're putting in the type of work to try to build a team that can win a championship. And uh, you know, what's what I've noticed so far, we haven't played any games yet, but the city loves the Kings. And I mean, whether I stop to get coffee in the morning or I go to a restaurant, the chef, a uh, couple. <laughs> uh, local old guys at the coffee shop yep. I go to they they just kings everything they want to talk kings basketball which is is, is beautiful and I, I'm I, I love it and uh, I would expect uh, you know it, no matter the the, the season's going to have highs and lows for every team this year it's going to be a monster of a season uh, it's going to be a lot of fun for fans but I feel like the city of Sacramento is going to support our guys uh, through those hard times as well which is really important and, and nice Knowing our community, they're probably giving you plays. They're wanting you to play this player. I mean, are they giving you advice? Hey, coach, try this guy. Look at this rotation. Yeah, I was getting a lot of, hey, we got to get Buddy signed. Right. Uh, they, our, our preseason games weren't on TV, so they, right. they hadn't been able to, 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 uh, to offer up plays uh, yet. They will. But they, I'm sure they will. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, it, it, it comes from a, a, good, a good spirit yeah. and – uh, everywhere, I'm everywhere I go, it's, it's it's a lot of fun. They they they're ready for the season. Uh, we're ready for the season, and uh, it's you know looking forward to it. Nice. Well, that's another thing too. You've you've been here as a player. You've been here as an opposing coach. I imagine you're very excited to have this fan base on your side this time because that's a real advantage both for coaches and players I think yeah they uh they like they get loud yeah and uh you know I've had uh I had some poor games here and uh they they, they let me know Uh, it's funny I have a bunch of family that lives in the area my mom's side uh up in like the Davis area so I had like every time we played Sacramento I had 10 12 uh, cousins and uncles and aunts at the game and after some of those poor games I played, I just and you get yelled at the whole game. It's like the last thing you want to do is go see people. Yep. Uh, but they were the family at least was always nice to me. I don't know what they were yelling during the games, <laughs> but after the games they were always very nice. You know, it's funny. I've always heard. Co- do you take losses worse as a coach than you did as a player? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why is that? Because as a play, as a coach, you 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 lose and you go right back to the room and watch it again. Mm. <laughs> and then you just there's every play that you see and mistake that's made, uh, and you can plan a practice the next day, and you know in hopes that you know guys are kind of come out and that's going to help you win. As a player, you can actually physically, as a group. Go out there and, and try to change the outcome, and, and uh, after losses, kind of really play a sharper game. Uh, so, the, and I think part of the physical outlet of playing the game helps relax you a little bit too. Where you coach, you're just sitting there, and it's all that same stuff, but there's no actual exercise to help 
uh, deal with that. Yeah. Last thing for me, uh, and probably I'll save the most important question for last. Um, I've told you before, I have a huge affinity for your dad. Yeah. I, one of my favorite people in the world. So with you here, are we going to see any? Are we going to see some Mr. Walton sightings around the the, the games? Maybe perhaps this he year. Will be. Uh, he will be at the home opener uh, Friday. He was he was going to come out here, and he got uh, he had a speaking engagement, uh, uh, so I think in Riverside. But he, yeah, you, we're going to see him, Good. and it's going to be. It was great when I went to Arizona and I saw UCLA Big Bill wearing Arizona red, and <laughs> I'm looking forward to to him wearing his uh, Sacramento King purple. So he'll he'll be here supporting uh, and opening night is against Portland, his old team right. too. So. Uh, it should be fun. And he might have a thing or two to say to you very briefly, I'm sure, about the games. You know, maybe a comment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he's, but he's been good with about that his whole really? uh, my whole okay. life. You know, even in high school when, you know, I started kind of getting some, some uh, media attention and whatnot, he would always ask me if I wanted his advice. And there were some days I'd say, hell no, like, get away from me. I don't, I don't want to hear anyone right. talk. Uh and even those days, I'd normally go to him the next morning and say, hey, what do you got? And he'd give it, you know, quick and short and let me know. Uh, and he still does that today. So he'll, he'll, he'll offer his advice, but only when I, you know, when I want it, That's which cool. is nice, uh, uh, especially when your father has the opinions that my father <laughs> has yeah, and, 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 and talks as long as he talks. Yeah. So it's, it's nice. Well, we're all excited. We're welcome to Sacramento, obviously. We're excited for the 35th season and – a lot of expectations out there, but I think that's good for you guys, and it should be a fun year. Yeah, I, I agree. It's uh, really looking forward to it. Our group's looking forward to it. Uh, and it's, uh, it's an- another year of NBA basketball yeah. starting. So, it's uh, like I said, it's a great time of year. Perfect. Awesome. Thanks, Coach. Yep. All right, there he is, the coach of the Sacramento Kings, Luke Walton. We had a chance to catch up with him yesterday. And, again, Dave brought it up earlier, but just how relaxed um, – his approach is and there will be an assistant or a player or probably an assistant coach though like when the when the times get tough someone's gonna have to get after him and I'm not saying that coach Walton can't get after him because you know he 